from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Funsky. For members of the Mississippi River Cities and Towns Initiative, flooding has been a big problem for decades. That comes with the territory on the banks of America's second longest river. Larry Weber, co-founder of the Iowa Flood Center, gave some context to our producer earlier this week. We thought of those floods as, you know, the once-in-a-lifetime event. And having survived it, we wouldn't have to experience them again. But, you know, 1993, we had a major Mississippi River-wide flood. Um, in 2008, 15 years later, eastern Iowa uh, saw flood levels rise to even higher levels. That was then followed on the Missouri River in 2011, and then just a short eight years following the 2011 flood, in 2019, the Missouri River flooded to even higher levels. So we're seeing these 500-year and 100-year and 1,000-year events happening uh, more and more frequently. And that is Larry Weber of the Iowa Flood Center. Now a unique new partnership aims to take on local towns' flooding problem. And joining us now to tell us more about it is Robert Eastern III. He is the mayor of East St. Louis. Mayor Eastern, welcome. Hey, good afternoon, and thank you so much much for allowing me to join you for the show. We're also joined today by Mike Sertle. He's a regional biologist for Ducks Unlimited. Mike, welcome. Thank you very much for having me, Sarah. Uh, It's great to be here this afternoon. So, Mayor Eastern, let's start with you. Has flooding been a big concern in East St. Louis in recent years? Yes, uh, um, we've been having flooding issues in East St. St. Louis. um, But, you know, it's not um, indicative just to East St. Louis, but it's also um, to the surrounding areas and communities um, near East St. Louis, Washington Park, Centerville, and Allenton, and those uh, cities as well. You know, that impacts us because everything flows into East St. Louis. It's interesting, a lot of these towns that have dealt with really bad flooding are predominantly black communities along the Mississippi. Have you seen that, that this is something that um, your fellow mayors who are affected by this, these type of communities? Yes, I've seen and have experienced those things. Um, and I, I think, you know, nobody um, planned for, for the 100 years, right? I think these communities were different um, influential and fluid um, communities. And through um, over time, they have developed to underserved in urban areas. And as those, um, like East St. Louis sits in a hole, correct? So mm-hmm. everything above this, above East St. Louis flows into us. So it causes a lot of flooding issues with our um, outdated sewer systems and also um, um, being parallel with the Mississippi River. So, yeah, to your question more directly, I have seen that in, um, in underserved and um, urban communities that the flooding issues are, are greater. So this is a big problem for a lot of mayors uh, throughout the area. And that brings us to this new game plan, which involves, frankly, an unusual partner. Mike, can you tell us just a bit about Ducks Unlimited? Sure, sure. Uh, we were established in 1937 with the vision of waterfall and wetlands to fill skies. Um, so since then, for 85 years, we've been working on wetlands conservation, grassland conservation uh, throughout the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Uh, here locally, we have a field office in the Metro East in O'Fallon, Illinois, uh, and we are focused on working with conservation partners, and the mayors at Emerson CTI 
to deliver projects. Um, so our focus is really on that habitat conservation. Uh, we even do bat projects right here in the metro uh, this ah, year. Ah, there's a, the theme uh, to, to today's yes. show. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Um, and our habitat work is always focused, especially here, in these floodplain habitats. Um, so it seemed like a great partnership, as you said, uh, a little bit maybe not the normal um, for Ducks Unlimited, a conservation nonprofit, uh, to partner with Emirates CTI and say, hey, the, the kind of habitat work we do, we specialize in these floodplains, and, and we think we can help you all out. So that MRCTI, that's the Mississippi River Cities and Towns Initiative, which involves mayors um, from a number of these these cities up and down the Mississippi River. And so, Mike, Ducks Unlimited, you're coming at this from the perspective of, of hunters, but hunters who know that you need conservation in order for this activity to be something that even makes sense. Is, is that fair to say? Yes, that's very fair to say. Uh, especially in the waterfowl hunting community, you know you need to pit or, uh, excuse me you need to purchase a federal waterfowl stamp. Well, that federal waterfowl stamp supports national wildlife refuges, water for production areas, um, and these large public complexes. So waterfowl hunters um, they they understand that that conservation ethic provides this wider array of benefits um, in, in, in addition to ducks. <laughs> so, Mayor Eastern, I, I understand why Ducks Unlimited would have an interest in creating and preserving wetlands, but it's just interesting to think about these two different groups even coming into each other's orbits. How did Ducks Unlimited um, get in the same room with the Mississippi River Cities and Towns Initiative leaders? Well, um, good question, and I just want to add, you know, I'm not only just the mayor of East St. Louis, but I'm the Illinois chair of the Mississippi Rivers and Cities and Towns Initiative. Not that I have enough to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine you're pretty busy. <laughs> right, right. But MRC, MRCTI partnered with Ducks Unlimited um, starting back in 2000, March 2021 to design and deploy a natural infrastructure project throughout the Mississippi River Valley using the two degrees um, of disaster capacity and study as a guide to place those projects into the level of innovation for maximum return. And through that, we um, began to form the work last spring and um, been on board this work for over a year now with DU or Ducks Unlimited uh, and two um, degrees adapt. So, Mike, what does this look like then in execution? You guys have this shared interest. How do you go about working with this group to create these wetlands? Sure, that's a great question. Uh, Ducks Unlimited, we've traditionally worked with like the Fish and Wildlife State Wildlife Agencies, uh, the Nature Conservancy, other, other nonprofits in the conservation community. So we have kind of a running multi-year list of projects uh, up and down the Mississippi River. So it worked out nicely <laughs> that we have a suite of projects. Uh, they're flood projects, they're carbon sequestration projects, they have water quality benefits, um, that they marry very nicely with uh, what the mayors want to do. So, so that makes sense. How are you picking out individual parcels and I assume then purchasing or is this more of a lease? How does that work? Sure. Uh, a lot of the parcels we have identified right now are in existing public lands. Uh, so, for example, here in the metro area, 
We have wetland projects identified at Two Rivers National Wildlife Refuge next to Grafton, Illinois. We have tree stand improvement projects for Indiana and long-eared bats, carbon sequestration on a number of islands between Alton and Grafton, and right across the river here from where we're sitting, uh, right between East St. Louis and Granite City, Illinois, we recently completed a 60-acre wetland project, and we have identified already, our engineers, a over 200-acre wetland project, and we're going to upgrade that infrastructure. So when we look at where that entire lake drains, as Mayor Eastern pointed out, it, it all heads his direction. Mm-hmm. So if we can use these existing wetlands, if we increase capacity, if we increase the better management of stormwater that's running in here, it, it all helps. It all starts to lead to that. So we have a number of projects we do that aren't a great fit for the mayors. You know, things um, such as grassland plantings up, up in northern Illinois. So we don't include those in this project list. So we've tried to narrow it down to the ones that focus on flood water and storm water carbon sequestration through reforestation or healthy forests, and ones that also provide the water quality benefit. The, the other two big things for MRCTI is wildlife habitat and public recreation. Well, with where we do these projects and why we do these projects, that, that comes along with it. Hmm. So Larry Weber, who's the co-founder of the Iowa Flood Center, he noted some of these things you're saying here, that in addition to flood mitigation, wetland conservation comes with a lot of benefits. Let's hear what he has to say about that. The other benefit that these practices provide by holding water back is we have more time to process agricultural-based nutrients and other contaminants to reduce the nitrogen phosphorus load, uh, improve our water quality, and reduce the size of the Gulf of Mexico hypoxic zone. And then, uh, of course, each of these uh, projects comes with a long list of secondary benefits, including uh, wildlife habitat, people to um, find places for outdoor recreation, um, for all sorts of ecosystem services. Um, And so um, anytime that we can take um, the agriculture out of production, and bring our watersheds into greater balance, then it serves a tremendous societal benefit. And that is Larry Weber, co-founder of the Iowa Flood Center. Uh, Mayor Eastern, it sounds like there's a lot of benefits here for your community, even beyond the issue of flooding. Yeah, um, one, one thing we need, we need re, um, resilience that can afford multiple benefits, uh, multiple such as reducing um, nutrient loading, tourism, and outdoor recreation, mitigating it's just not for flooding, but it also um, the drought and intensity in heat, um, as well as um, adding a climate performance. MRCTI and Ducks Unlimited has partnered together, and I'm very excited about that, to develop a natural um, infrastructure projects in the upper middle and lower river corridor. You know, we deploy these natural infrastructures that uh, fall into three categories. And these categories, you know, I'm very excited about is several ready projects and designed and funded, uh, pending and meaning projects, majority designed for the fu- funding and identified, and near-term meaning projects that is in design phase, that is larger scale and funding is needs to be evaluated. So these are the three categories um, that we're trying to identify different projects, 
And, um, you know, we're very excited about that, you know, um, uh, having a synergy with Ducks Unlimited. So, Mike, um, uh, Mayor Eastern mentioned almost the elephant in the room in any conversation, which has to do with funding. You're talking about a lot of acreage here. How big a cost are we talking about for what Ducks Unlimited is, is doing here? Sure, sure. Uh, for that shovel-ready list of projects that the mayor just mentioned, uh, we have about a 10-year time, uh, I'm sorry, about a five-year time frame on that. Our estimate is $10 million. For the entire, all three levels of projects that we're looking at, and this is just projects in Illinois, Iowa, and Missouri, uh, we are looking at 10 years, probably just over, uh, and up to $300 million. Wow. So, Mike, this is a big deal. This is a lot of work here. I have to ask in our final minute here, why is Ducks Unlimited focusing so much time and money right here on the Mississippi River in this general area? It's it's the father of all rivers, right? Uh, <laughs> the Mississippi Flyway is named after the Mississippi River. Uh, the majority of North American waterfowl migrate, most of them bottlenecking right here at the Missouri, Mississippi, and Illinois confluence. From our organizational standpoint, it is fantastic area for us to work. Uh, it's got great waterfowl benefit. And as we begin to expand in our ecological goods and services and look how we can address water quality and carbon sequestration and flood attenuation, it just it makes us realize, know that we need to increase the amount of work we're doing on the Mississippi and also that we can have some great benefits for these communities along the river. Well, it's great to hear about this work. What a cool collaboration. Uh, Mike Sertle, Regional Biologist for Ducks Unlimited, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And East St. Louis Mayor Robert Eastern III, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, and thank you for having me. This episode was produced by Emily Woodbury with audio engineering by Aaron Dorr and production assistance from Jane Mather Glass. It was mixed and edited by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.